you ever struggle with staying motivated? What happens when you don't want to do something? Get up, go to work, or hit the gym. Do you have someone who will show up with you? Showing up for someone else. That's the topic for episode number 19 of the 2120 podcast. This is the 2120 podcast. For each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. Welcome to the 2120 podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Jim. And we're at our convenience store. There's <laughs> our convenience store. It's ours. <laughs> we have a snowstorm coming tomorrow that's bringing ice and possible snow. And I've heard two to four. I've heard three to six. I've heard six to eight. Yeah. I would love to be a weatherman <laughs> and just say, here's the deal, guys. You're, you're going to get some snow. You're going to get maybe a half inch all the way up to 10 feet. It's right. going to be somewhere in that range. Right. Good luck. Right. I saw a funny thing on Facebook the other day where somebody was suggesting that there was a uh, connection between grocery stores and uh, like weather people, right? Because you know you, you go to Fairway today or Hy-Vee or wherever, bread, milk, eggs. Everybody's loading up because snowpocalypse is coming. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I stopped into you know the Fairway store to grab something, and you could just tell people are like yeah f- starting to freak out a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like you know. Fairway or Hy-Vee calls the Weather Channel and says, hey, we need you to do something for us today. The numbers are down <laughs> right. a little bit, drive some traffic back to our stores right now. And the snow apocalypse is coming and the lines yeah. at Fairway go out the door. Yeah. All right. So um, this week, I had some interactions with my daughter. Mm, okay. Uh, 12-year-old daughter yep. going through all the 12-year-old stuff. Um, understands. She's good. She's going to be great one day. Uh it is six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. She does weightlifting at six thirty. She gets picked up, so we either you know rotate through either pick up or they pick up. And my wife walks into the room and says, "Hey, I, Eddie, get out of bed. Time to get going." And it was a day where she thought we were going to have a you know either a cancellation oh, because sure. of the ice or at least the late starts, so no working out, so she could sleep in. Yeah, and. Daniel goes, nope, it's all south. We have school today. You need to get out of bed. And she just kind of laid there. And I got up, got ready to go. And I said, Addie, come on, let's go. And she kind of lost her stuff. Like she freaked out. I'm not ready to go. I can't get ready to go. And I said, you have to, like we've, mm-hmm. we've, we've committed. You're our, you, you've told these people we're going to be there. We're going to go. We don't, if we commit to something, we're not going to, we're not going to not yeah. do it. And she freaked I don't have time. My hair's not done. Like all this stuff starts c- coming out. It's not an option. Yeah. Get out of bed. Let's go. And little, she, like she got a bed in, in 10 minutes. She's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I was a little hard on her. Uh, you know, that night when I got back, I pulled her aside and, you know, did the, put the arm around her and talked to her. But we had, you know, we had a lesson about life and, um, you know, doing a little bit extra. And, you know, I, I used your, um, and it's not yours, it's somebody else, but you stole and gave it to me and I stole and gave it to somebody else. But the, <laughs> you know, the water boiling at 212 degrees yep. and literally we're sitting in the kitchen. It's just her and I, everybody else is in bed and I'm talking to her about the doing the little bit extra. Yeah. And I pulled out a pot and filled it up with water and put it on the burner and turned it on. And I took a 
you know, a dry erase marker and actually wrote on the face of the microwave my notes and, you know, talked about 211. What is 211? And she goes, well, it's just water. I said, okay, at 212, when water starts to boil, what does that mean? Well, it's just that it starts to boil. I go, but 211 to 212 is not very far away. What's, what's the difference? And she goes, well, it's just a little bit extra. And like it, it clicked for her. Yeah. She, she got it. And then literally we sat there and waited for the water to boil. And sure enough, you start seeing the little bubbles at the bottom of the pan start coming and then the bubbles would pop up and, and then all of a sudden it's full on boiling. And I looked over at her and like, she smiled, like she got that side of things. So I, you know, so social media is so funny. I, I posted it on social media. I saw it. Yeah. Did you see the yeah. comments yeah. about, I didn't read them. burning your house down because I had a bag of gummy bears on the, on the, on oh. the, first, you know, <laughs> the top of the stove and like, obviously it was just friends make, give me crap, but yeah. you know, it was just one of those things where you're teaching every day and whether you're in leadership or a parent, you have to find opportunities to, to teach and to pour into whoever that may be because, uh, you know, Addie's going to get better because of it. Is she going to have freakouts again? Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. But when those freakouts happen again, you can say, hey, remember when we talked about this? It's just that little bit extra. Get out of bed. Let's get going. And we'll see where it goes. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a funny bit that for some reason you're – 12 to 12 popped into my head. I'm like, we, I got to do this. So we, we did it, but it was, it was fun interaction. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because um, I think all of us can think about moments in our lives when we didn't want to get up, we didn't want to get out of bed. We didn't want to go do the early thing. Um, man, it feels so good to stay snuggled up under the warm covers. I, I'll tell you this morning, <laughs> like literally my house was cold yeah. and I'm by myself because I have girls in Des Moines for gymnastics. So I, I can by myself. Yeah. And I, I look at my clock and I'm literally like 10 minutes from my alarm going off to meet with you. And I'm like, oh, I could really stay in bed right now because uh -huh. I know if I get out of bed, it's going to be cold. And I remember back in the day in high school, like for early morning basketball practices, mm -hmm. I hated them during oh, yeah. the winter because it was so freaking cold. It was And I, I didn't want to go outside. And right. um, that was one of the biggest reasons that, like, I, I loved practicing after school because it's like it, you're already there you already have to go to school now you're just you're doing this but Man. it was that extra getting up i hate it and the, the one thing that gave me the motivation was the coach picked me up like he would swing by the house in the morning grab me and take me to practice so i sure. had to, i had to get up sure but man I, every day i dreaded that alarm because i knew i had to get out go out in the cold oh, and man. go to practice well, that could change. You're just making me think about seventh, eighth, ninth grade, those morning practices. And <clears throat> that was the only time we could get gym time. Sure. And you get into the gym and it was cold and you're, you're literally shivering while you're in your, your practice gear. And now we're going to go run suicides or we call them ladders, I guess. But yeah, they're suicides for us. Yeah. Um, anyway, you know, I think about what does it take to get out of bed in those moments? And what, when you said she had this meltdown, <laughs> I think even as an adult, there are times when in maybe we don't show it outwardly or maybe we actually do to a degree, but inside uh, I'm having a meltdown, like everything's going to be, you know, like you, you just you get into a spot where mentally and emotionally you're not who you really are. Yeah. And you're having like this little moment of of a temper tantrum and uh the, the thing that brought me back to what you were saying with, with Addie, though, is there's been days when I've woke up like that and then something really cool has happened. I haven't typically I won't stay there very long. Something will happen. And 
for me, Matt, when I was driving to work in, in times when I wasn't too crazy about life at that moment, it could have been as simple as seeing a really amazing sunrise or a pair of eagles, you know, yeah. sitting in a tree and it would kind of ground me a little bit. Um, or it could have been, uh, you know, times when I walked into a place and it's pretty obvious that like, don't interact with me right now. I'm, you know, you give off a vibe like that at times and it's not, I'm not saying it's okay, but it's real. And somebody will maybe crack a joke or hold the door for you. And you're like, oh, that was so like, and it, yeah. and it just like, you just kind of melt for a second. You go, yeah, life, life doesn't have to be that way. I don't have to choose that. And, um, those little moments where you have that, that realization can, can just completely give you a 180. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you have someone that's kind of holding you accountable or yeah. showing up with you or picking you up, like you have to get out of bed. It just, it makes it, it makes it more personal, you know, showing up with you. Like that's kind of what we do. That's yeah. how this whole, whole thing started. Oh, for sure. We used to text each other, but we haven't done that for about a year. I would assume, yeah. Hey, you can be there six 30, right? No, we just show just, up. Yeah. Um, and you're usually right at 6.30. Right at you know? 6.30. But, no, it's when you have someone that's going to be there with you and, and going to either drive with you or go work out with you, it's just that extra bit of accountability that I have to, like, Jim's going to be there. I have I have to get up and, and go. And yeah. it would be super easy to just say, screw it, I'm going to stay in bed. You know, with, with Addy and, you know, the, the carpool, we either pick up or they pick up. You know, so the, the dad either comes or I either go and the, the, the boys hop in and we go and... Uh, you can't have them sitting outside the house waiting and waiting and waiting when we were the one that screwed up. So, you know, the challenge for Addy was like, we've already committed to this. We've been doing this for months. Like this isn't brand new. Like it should be easy now. It should be part of the, your, your morning routine. Just get your butt out of bed and and do it. Um, But I also think, you know, the, the weather right now, it's gloomy and it's cold and you know it stays dark longer and that, that messes with your body oh, yeah. too oh yeah during the summertime when you wake when you open your eyes at six in the morning it's bright sunshine like birds that, are chirping yeah, it's a like, nice breeze let's go yeah. you know it, it's, yeah. it's a whole different ball game yeah um so i think the weather plays a role a little bit too um you know plus like it's it's working out so not everybody's super jacked about going and working out but yeah, if you're if you're feeling tired or you, you had a hard workout practice the day before. It's like, man, my body doesn't want to do this today. Yeah. But it's a commitment. Yeah. You know, and that was the biggest thing for her. I, you know, I think she realized that she has to do it and she's going to, she'll have more meltdowns. I guarantee it, but you just have to talk through it with her. And, and I need to get better because I, you know, I can get kind of frustrated quickly and like, you just need to figure this out. But me telling her to figure it out, she doesn't know what to, what to figure out. I need to help her with that. Yeah. You know, and that's where I kind of kind of pulled her aside afterwards. And, you know, I love her. She's a, she's a great kid and she's going to be fantastic down the road. But if I think that a 12 year old is going to understand all the life lessons that I've dealt with and it being the parent that, you know, in her eyes, I don't have all the answers and I'm probably the dumbest guy in the room, you know, Mm -hmm. like I can find ways to help her with that and not do it in a way that knocks her down because I was frustrated. Like your mom has talked to you multiple times, get your butt out of bed like I, I turned into that frustrated dad, you mm-hmm. know, when I shouldn't have, you know, I, I need to have the conversation earlier on, but I think at the end of the day, it, it all came together. But as a parent, like you have to find those, those opportunities to teach, you know, and it's, you may not think it's teaching and it, it just happens so naturally that it, that's great, but you're always teaching something. Well, your phrase showing, showing up with someone like, isn't that what parenting is? 
100%. You, you know, I mean, I, I think that's kind of what, what I hear you saying in that. And it takes me back to times when I have shown up and gone through it with them and had some patience versus times when my kids were testing me and pushing me. And it was like, and, and I think you have to do this as a parent, but sometimes you just got to be like, get your tail up. We're doing this. There's no question. You know, like you can, you can go into this being ticked off at the world and hate me for it and hate everybody else around you, but you're still going to do it. Yeah, and, I, and that's such a valuable lesson to push through in it. Whether you're 12 or 15 or, you know, wherever stage you are at life, there's going to be moments where you're going to have those massive walls you're going to hit. You think they're a massive wall, but they're really not that massive of a wall. It's just, it's a decision. Yeah. I'm going to choose. Yeah. And it's, it's not so much, even it is parents, but it's also friends. Like there's times that I got to kick you in the butt and say, no, we're going, right. let's, let's do this. And it's like, okay, yep, I'm in, let's go. Right. And you just need that extra little bit, bit of motivation. But you know, I, it's, it's those life lessons that you look back on your life and go, man, I, like, I wish I had somebody that pushed me a little bit harder, you know, earlier on, you know, and it wasn't, um, easy, you know, but I go, you know, I, in the grand scheme of things, do you really think I want to take her to practice at six something in the morning and, and drop her off and go out in the cold? And like, we're in this together. <laughs> if I'm going to do it for you, you're yeah. going to do it for me. We're going to go though. And I'm going to drop you off. Um, you know, plus the, the, she's, she's a part of a program that she, she loves. She loves weightlifting. She loves the guys that she goes and work and works out with. So there's that, there's that side. It was just that early motivation. I you know, knowing her. knowing her and, yeah. and uh, her competitiveness, and could you imagine, like, for her, let's say she doesn't show up, and and you were the kind of parents that said, yeah, you know, you have really worked hard, and you deserve that day off, and her friends show up, and then she sees them at school later on, and they're like, where were, were you today? You? Like, what was going on? Like, we missed you. Like, you, sometimes I think your absence let's let's just change it maybe she was so sick she couldn't go today sure. you know or that day and uh when you hear that your absence or your presence was missed like that's kind of profound i think there's some cool things that you realize especially when you're when you're 12 or 13 or 14 15 all of that that age is whether you're a boy or a girl it's tough you don't know if people really accept you you don't really know like because kids are tough at that age. It's just tough. And then to have somebody say, like, man, you're the life of the party. You're, you're the reason I show up every day. It was hard to do it today without you. Th- that says a lot. And that, like, that's a good motivator. Oh, it's huge. It's, an, it's, a, it's a massive motivator. And, I mean, you just show, it shows you who's all trying to, you know, pour into you based on you being there. Now, the other end of the spectrum is, yeah, I miss, I miss training today. Oh, you did? I, we, didn't, we didn't notice. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. And I mean, like, what do you do yeah. there? I mean, that's a whole different conversation. But yeah, when you have those, those friends or that, that inner circle that are waiting for you to show up because they want to work out with you and they want to interact with you and they want to spot you and all, all that good stuff and you're not there, that's not, that's not good. Yeah, years ago, I, uh, I had a workout buddy. I mean, we're talking a lot of years ago. It was maybe when I was around 18, 19, 20, and, and his name is Brad. And uh, Brad, like you, uh, if you show up on time, you're 10 minutes late, right? That's, yep. I know that's how you are. Um, I'm a guy that tends to show up. Right. Like if we say six 30, <laughs> I walk in at six 30. Uh, uh, but, but back then I didn't have that discipline. And so we would agree to, to meet at five 30 or five. Okay. So put in a full day at work, 
both of us were working full-time hours plus at that moment and Brad would always be there ready to go and he would get so pissed at me when I would show up like 10 or 15 minutes late because he saw it as a lack of respect 100%. you know and and I was like dude you don't know what I just had to and so I would try and justify it and and he's like I don't need to hear those excuses we're either going to show up and we're going to do this today or we're not and uh, now Brad is a few years older than me I four or five years I think five and I think just that maturity level for him being in his early 20s he had been through the National Guard I was still a kid at, at 18 I'm still living at home 19 I'm living at home he's living on his own and he's telling me he's like why don't you get out of the house why don't you move in with me or something like that and I had excuses I don't have enough money to do that you know whatever it was and I just remembered the value of, of having Brad in there, like get in my business a little bit and say, freaking grow up and show up. Yeah. I'm here. I've been waiting and you're wasting my time. I'm like, oh, like you're really pissed today at me, aren't you? You're like, you are absolutely angry at me. And he was. And I kind of laughed at it at first until I realized like if I did that and I blow him off, I'm going to lose not only a workout partner, but I'm probably going to lose a friend out of this. And I don't want to lose that friend. He's, yeah. He was an important guy to me. He was in my wedding, for goodness sakes. So, uh, like, that helped me change, helped me kind of grow up. Yeah, you know, I, our world needs more people like that that push, you know, and put an arm around and yeah. mentor and, you know, challenge you to, to be better and um, – you know, it would have been so easy to go, all right, Eddie, no problem. Stay in bed. This is great. Right. I'll take you today. Oh, fantastic, right? Yeah. And you give her that green light, and then next week it's the same thing, or the next day it's the same thing. Yeah, you know what? You took yesterday off. Why not take, you know, take t- tomorrow off too? And, you know, we've talked about goals. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you stop doing it for one day, and then the next day it's like, oh, well, I missed yesterday. So if I missed it, like, it's not that big of a deal. And then a week later you're missing stuff. It's like, oh yeah, I screwed up literally day one, me taking this off, screwed up my entire, my entire goal. We, in, in middle school, we had like one of the nations and I'm not exaggerating this. She was recognized nationally. Uh, she was our PE teacher. Her name was Beth Kirkpatrick. And Beth, if you ever listen to this, thank you. Like you've been, you were an awesome teacher but man, you pushed us hard. And uh, she was doing stuff using technology in seventh and eighth grade for PE class, monitoring heart rates and all these metrics. It was really it was so cutting edge. And, and uh, when I think about what, what she did is she set the bar really high for yeah. us. Uh, being around somebody like that as a teacher and uh, I don't know, it was just kind of a cool, she just popped into my head for a minute there. No, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's you have those people that are in life, you know, but you know, we need more of them, yeah. you know, and if you have someone that does that to you, you know, chances are you may, but you're going to buy into that mm-hmm. and then you're going to do it to somebody else, hopefully. Um, and then it just kind of that trickle down effect, but you know, it's, yeah, it's, I can't, you know, as a, as a dad with, you know, with, with three girls, I'm going to have plenty of training opportunities with my girls and, you know, I'm definitely going to have training opportunities with the boys that come over to the house too. They'll want to hang out with my girls mm-hmm. because they're going to get a lot of wisdom from dad, <laughs> you know, long term. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, it, it's fun. You know, I, I enjoy, um, 
you know, the, the look in someone's eyes when they do get it, you mm-hmm. know, they do understand. And, you know, you know, as a, as an adult now, looking back on my life and, you know, the times where I thought my parents were being hard on me and they're being jerks because I can't go with my friends tonight. I need to stay home. Well, they did that for a reason. They were trying to protect me and they were trying to make me better. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to be a parent that doesn't know where the girls are at. Yeah. I don't want to be a parent that has no clue what's going on right now. I don't want to be a parent that, you know, the girls are sneaking out of the house at whatever time to go see someone when I just want to have open communication and, and I want to have dialogue that they know they can talk to me about things. Right. I can talk to them about things. And um, You're still the parent. You're not trying to be the best friend. No. Because that's the mistake. I don't want to be a best friend. Right. No. You're still the chance. parent, but you're the parent that... that creates that space that that safe space like i love you and the reason that i'm hard on you is because i love you and yeah. i i know what you want and i want this for you too so it's my job to help you get there and that's i you know to fall on a sword i i, I have to get better at that because i, I do love my girls they're yeah. amazing and i know they love me but there's times I'm, I'm hard on them you know and i don't mean to be that hard on them but i'm hard because i want them to be better Absolutely. i want them to see the, the bigger picture and you know, I think sometimes for me personally, I have to just breathe a little bit and know and understand that they're not me. Mm-hmm. They're not an adult. They've never been through all these experiences that I've been through and be okay with breathing a little bit and then helping them through things, right. not getting frustrated. And then after it's done going, man, I should have done that differently. I mean, it, it's no different than a coworker at work that you're having a conversation with. Like you can't be, you can't go in there guns blazing and just light them up. Like you, they don't learn that way. Mm-hmm. Now there's times they need a kick in the butt. Right. That's for sure. But right. at the end of the day, you, you have to know your audience. And my audience right now is a 12 year old girl that wants to be poured into. I have to do it the right way. Otherwise I end up pushing her away. I think what you said is kind of key because you said you have a 12 year old girl that wants to be poured into and yet at that age, they're going to give all sorts of visible reasons why they don't want oh, that. I see that too. <laughs> God, it hurts. And yet, and yet I know it does hurt, doesn't it, as a parent? And, and uh, you know, I didn't have girls. I had two boys, and I remember that. It's like they, they, they want it, but they don't want it. And anyway, that's kinda, that kind of just stuck out at me. Like realizing that they want it and, and then figuring out how to speak to them in a way that doesn't push away, but like pulls closer. Yep. Well, that's a topic for your conversation. There you go. Girls. So I'm Matt. I'm Jim. See you next week. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for topics, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at 2120podcast at gmail.com. That's the words 21 spelled out, followed by the numbers 20podcast at gmail.com. We'll make it easy and include a link to that email address in the description. If you're enjoying listening to two guys take a random topic and talk about it for 20 minutes, hey, it would mean a lot to Matt and I if you would rate it, write a review, and share it with others. Thank you again for tuning into the 2120 Podcast.